What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Stock Bros Podcast. My name is Tony. Today, we're going to talk about ETFs. What is an ETF? But first, please don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Leave a like, leave a comment. And also, you can use the affiliate links in the description below for Acorns to get $5 invested. Public, if you don't have access to fractional shares, that's a great app for that. And also for Coinbase, uh, if you wanted to buy some crypto or Bitcoin. So let's get into it. What is an ETF? An ETF stands for Exchange Traded Funds. Now, ETFs give you access to multiple stocks in one fund. When you're buying an ETF, you're buying a basket of companies. Now, an example is, let's say you want to go to the store and you want some chocolate. You want a piece of chocolate. You got a craving, right? So, so you go to the store, you go down the aisle where the chocolates are, and you see you can pick out a Snickers bar. You can pick out that one chocolate bar. That's one stock. Think of that Snickers bar as one stock. Or you can buy a box of assorted chocolates that have dozens of chocolates in them, and you can get a Snickers bar, uh, Reese's, M&M's, whatever. And this is an example of an ETF, right? The Snickers bar is a stock. You're buying just this very particular one uh, item. And the ETF is the assorted chocolates where you're buying a basket of items. Now, that's the best way I can help explain what an ETF is. And let's talk about, to really understand what an ETF is, we have to talk about the origins of an ETF. So they were first developed in the 1990s as a way for individual investors to have access to passive income in indexed funds. Passive income is the, I like to call it the forget it, or the set it and forget it approach. Now, ETFs are passively managed. They're managed quarterly, semi-annually, annually. And if a company is significantly underperforming in the ETF, they'll be replaced by the fund's manager. And if a company is performing well, they can have a higher percentage of the ETF in that particular company. So it works in both ways. So the thing is, ETFs are very similar to mutual funds. A lot of people ask, well, what's the difference between an ETF? What's the difference between a mutual fund? Well, they're both one and the same in the fact that they are both bundles of stocks, like the assorted chocolates, except ETFs are bought and sold throughout the day on the stock exchanges, while mutual funds are bought typically bought and sold typically only at the end of the days. So ETFs trade like stocks. You can buy and sell them just like you would a stock. And mutual funds are typically what make up your 401ks or your retirement accounts with your employers. And mutual funds, uh, the biggest difference are mutual funds are actively managed and ETFs are passively managed. So actively managed funds mean that the managers are buying and selling stocks. They could be all day long, it could be weekly, it could be monthly, it could be bi-weekly, whatever. They're, they're buying and selling whenever they feel like buying and selling because the goal of the mutual fund is try is to try to beat the market indexes. The goal is to try to beat the market indexes. 
the ETFs are merely tracking the market indexes. So they're going to, whatever the particular indexes do that they're tracking, they're going to mirror that. So because mutual funds are actively managed and they're trying to beat the market, this is why they have higher fees. And you could see fees of up to 1%. Plus, you could see some added service fees. I see that in my mutual or in my 401k mutual funds. And uh, ETFs are very low expense funds uh, because they're act they're passively managed. They're not actively buying and selling stocks. They're doing this usually quarterly or annually. And um, seventy percent of the time, this is a, a fun fact. Seventy percent of the time, mutual fund managers fail to actually beat the markets that like the S&P 500 index anyways. So you're, you know, you're almost better off just putting your money into an ETF. And uh, if you're doing it in a taxable account, you're better off putting your money into an ETF because most of the time the mutual funds underperform the market anyways. Uh, so if, if you, if you do have, now here's the thing. Because stocks are bought and sold frequently in a mutual fund, that's going to cause more taxable events. So if you have a retirement account, it may make a lot of sense to buy mutual funds because you won't really be paying taxes on that. So that's something to think about as well. Now, why should you invest in an ETF instead of just one company? Well, as we talked about earlier, ETFs are bundles of stocks, bonds, or commodities sold as one fund. An ETF can hold tens, hundreds, thousands of stocks in any given fund, and they're considered safer than individual stocks. Why? Because they already offer you instant diversification. You're invested into so many sectors. Um, there's a lot of different assets in those particular ETFs. So say you're looking, you're looking at an ETF for the S&P 500 index, say SPY or VOO. Now, these particular indexes, the S&P 500 index, is already very well diversified. It's over 500 different companies in all 11 sectors or 12 sectors of the market. Now, most experts recommend if you're gonna invest in an ETF, you should probably have an ETF in the U.S. stock market. You should have an international ETF, maybe some real estate ETFs, maybe some growth ETFs. Whatever you like to invest in, if you want to invest in uh, pot stocks, EV, whatever, there's an ETF for it. Even commodities, utilities. So you have a lot of options. You're not limited to what you can invest in. Now, when buying an ETF, a lot of people ask, what should I look for when I'm buying an ETF? Well, one is an expense ratio. Uh, typically, so a fund like VOL, the expense ratio is 0 0.03. This means that you're going to pay $3 for every $10,000 you have invested annually. I don't know. That's a really, really low price to pay for the comfort of not having to manage my portfolio. So... For me, it's just it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. But now there are some more expensive ETFs out there. I know ARK is a popular one right now. And ARK, some of the ARK ETFs charge 
1%. And you know, that could get pricey if you have a lot of money invested in these funds. So the other that's one thing to look at. Another thing that I look for is the companies that make up the top 10 holdings in these ETFs. This is important because the top 10 holdings are usually the most heavily weighted holdings in the fund. So you want to make sure they have good funds and, and companies that you feel good about. The other thing is you're going to want to look at some historical returns. Now, obviously, historical returns aren't indicative of the future returns, but it's a good uh, tool to look at. Now, volume traded is another one. You want to make sure there's enough people buying and selling these ETFs. You may not want to invest in an ETF that only has 10,000 uh, units being sold or bought throughout the day because of that a volume low like that could make it hard for you to get out of the fund quick so it's not as liquid as, say, something that has over 100,000. So it's something to look, forward, look, uh, look for when you're investing in ETFs. And, uh, you know, last but not least, I would say the credibility. You want to invest in ETFs that are from... Uh, companies that are well-respected, that have a reputation. I like to use Vanguard, Charles Schwab, BlackRock. There's a lot of really great ones out there. And if you want to find a lot of this information, a great source I would recommend is go to ETF.com. Excellent source. They rank the ETFs. They do extensive reviews on them. And it's just it's a fantastic website. So like I said earlier, and this will be the, the last thing I'll touch on, is what are the different types of ETFs you can invest in? Well, you can have one for dividends. You could have one for growth. You could have one that tracks the S&P 500. You could have one that tracks the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones, international, uh, bonds, commodities, clean energy, EV, tech, consumer staples, cannabis. I mean, there's so many different options out there, and it's just, Anything you want to invest in or anything that you're interested in, you can find it in an ETF. So that just about wraps up the ETF uh, episode that I have for you today. If there's anything that I didn't cover that you would like to hear, just leave a comment and let me know, and I'll try to get back to you as soon as I can. And lastly, please don't forget to subscribe and use our links below. Don't wait to start investing. You can invest with Acorns. You can invest with public and you could buy some crypto on Coinbase. I would say be careful with cryptocurrencies. They are much more risky. And, um, you know, and, and as always, you should also do your own research. Don't just take my word for, for it and don't just buy what I say to buy. Always do your own research as well. And uh, until next time, thanks for joining in.